Score! Okay, I'm going to ask you a question, okay? What's your name? Emily. Emily? What, do you go to Hebron School? Yeah. What grade are you in? Fifth grade. Fifth grade? Mm-hmm. Do you know who Kiana Schatz is? Yeah. How do you know her? She goes to our school. Right. Do you ever watch her play basketball? Yeah. What do you think of her? She's good at it. You. What's your name? Destiny. Do you go to Hebron School? Yep. Do you know who Kiana Schatz is? Yeah. What do you think about her? She's good. Um, she makes most of her shots. Nice move there by Schatz, and she draws the foul. That's Kiana Schatz. What's your name? to Hebron School? Yeah. What grade are you in? Third. Do you know who Keanu Schatz is? Mm-hmm. What can you tell me about her? She's good at basketball. Hey, what's your name? Paige Krenzel. You play basketball, don't you? I've seen you play. Yes. What grade are you in? Fifth. Fifth grade. So do you know Keanu Schatz? Yes. How do you know her? She is a, she was in the state basketball tournament. Very good at basketball. Do you ever see Kiana around school? She comes to our classroom sometimes. Hey, what's your name? Jackson Krenzel. You know who Kiana is? Yes. How do you know? She comes in our classroom to help us. She just help everyone or what? Maybe. She helps a lot on a basketball court, doesn't she? Have you ever seen her play basketball? Yes. What do you think about that? She's good at handling the ball. Trying to feed inside there for Kiana Schatz. She's able to get it back. That's a Zurov driving the baseline, and that one's good. Schatz again. Again, no fear at all. I, I love that. That's a, it's not an easy pass, but she's doing As the 2017 high school basketball season approaches, I intend to bring you a closer look at some of the student athletes that will be hitting the floor again this season. I hope to meet athletes from all over the state of North Dakota. In this episode, however, I'm sticking close to home. The Glen Olin Hebron Lady Bearcats basketball team, last year's Region 7 champs, returns all starters this season. And two of those starters are seniors. Kiana Schatz, who attends Hebron High School, and Kennedy Zeroff, who attends Glen Ullen High School, are both excellent leaders and athletes, fun to watch, and great competitors. Or, as their coach, Bray Fox, told me in an interview in Episode 2, But Kennedy and Kiana, they're, they're going to be four-year starters. Um, they're going to be very, very difficult to replace at the end of this season, so I'm definitely going to take my time and enjoy this season with them and, and everything that they bring to the program and everything that they've thrown in. Um, both girls are, are gym rats. They put a lot of time in, extra time in. I know they're, Kennedy right now is in the Dominican on a mission trip, but they're also down there playing basketball, and she just got back from Australia playing basketball. And Kiana, I mean, she's up at the gym shooting with her dad and her younger sister. I mean, they're, they're in the gym a lot, and it's just, it's, there's a lot of time, extra time put in 
with these two girls, and that's going to be very difficult to replace. As I said, in this episode, I'm sticking very close to home. He runs school with classes ranging from preschool all the way through grade 12, lies just one block from my house. There, seniors walk the same halls and share the same lunchroom as do first graders and freshmen and fifth graders, and so on. It's a micro-community within this small community. And all communities, big and small, they will always shine brighter and they will walk taller when in the presence of inspirational role models. At the Hebron School, one of those role models is a student and basketball player, and her name is Kiana Schatz. hard winter and high school basketball was the only thing in town the only game in town this is the 1953 beach team the buccaneers entrant in the state class b 1953 tourney being held at minor no and the goal in life was to play in the state tournament that's no good rebound is pulled down Coming to you from the vast and windy, wide-open plains of North Dakota, this is the Dakota Ball Podcast, an explorative journey into small-town living and Midwestern dreams of big-time high school basketball. The Glenall and Hebron girls basketball team entered the season needing to replace four of its top six players. Glenall and Hebron, the champions of Region 7 and state for the first time, they are the true Cinderella story of this tournament. Hello and welcome to episode 6 of the Dakota Ball Podcast. I'm your host, James Walner. A few weeks ago in the tiny town of Hebron, North Dakota, I struck up a conversation with a man who turned out to be Kiana Schatz's grandfather. Naturally, the conversation quickly turned to basketball, as I told him how much I've enjoyed watching his granddaughter on the basketball court. At one point, he told me that Kiana has had a great coach. I immediately assumed that he was referring to Coach Bray Fox. As it turned out, he was instead referring to Kiana's father, Byron Schatz. I gave Byron a call a while back and asked him if he and Kiana would like to talk to me for a few minutes on the Dakota Ball podcast about basketball, about Kiana's past and future, and about the basketball season coming up. Byron graciously accepted, and I met with him and his daughter, Kiana, on a sunny Sunday afternoon. I'm Kiana Schatz and I was born in Bismarck. I've lived in Hebron my whole life and I'm a senior in high school and I'm a member of the Lady Bearcats. What year were you born? I was born in 2000. I'm Byron Schatz. I was born in 1974 um, in Hebron. I've lived here most of my life and I am Kiana's dad. So I wondered if you have any thoughts about, if you want to share a little bit about your dad as a coach. Yeah, so I guess ever since I've been old enough to even pick up a basketball. He's always been the one that, like, has taken me out to the gym, spent countless hours in, like, our driveway and everything, always, like, very particular about the way you shoot, the way you play defense and everything, and just, like, the whole outlook on basketball. And I guess he's kind of lived that through both Kaylee and I, my little sister. I'm really thankful that after every basketball game, I'm always able to have that one person that I can always get both criticism but then again compliments from and always someone that's, like, proud of me. 
And it's kind of funny because every time we, after a basketball game and we're in the vehicle, my mom always has to say, okay, let's say four four good things that happened in this game because he always is trying to make me get better and always point out the things I could improve on. So it's just really nice to have that. And I know whenever I make a mistake or something or I don't know what to do, I always look at him in the crowd and he always (laughs) mouths words to me. Really? And so... I might have yeah. to mic you up at a game. That would be awesome. <laughs> I don't know if you want to hear that. <laughs> you have any thoughts on that, Byron? Yeah, we talk a lot of basketball and certain plays and sh- certain strategies and things we can work on and improve on and things that she's doing well. Does it ever annoy you that he's so involved? Sometimes I end up getting kind of frustrated with him just because I'm like, Dad, this was a good play. And he's like, well, you could have made it even better by doing this and that. But then again, I just have to remind myself that not many people have that and not many people have that extra person to go to. Most people only have their basketball coach who can't talk the way he does to me, can only do certain things. And I guess he's the one person that pushes me past the limits more than anyone else can. So it sounds like it's very welcomed on your side. Let's imagine, I'm imagining your father listening to this podcast, not next week, but three years from now or something. Is there anything you'd like to say to him? Well, basically just to thank him for like everything he's done because everything he has done has brought us to where we are as a basketball team. And I know he's taken some more of my teammates up to the gym and he's just really worked on it. And I guess I would not nearly be as involved and like successful in basketball if it wouldn't have been for him. There's no way I'd even probably be playing if it wasn't for him constantly pushing me and striving for me to always do the best and be better than I can be. Well done, Byron. (laughs) That must make you feel good. Yeah, yeah, it makes me feel good. Basketball's always been important to me, and and now with the kids, it's hopefully important to all of us. What about your, uh, tell us about yourself, basketball. You played in high school? Yeah, I played played basketball in high school, um, and after high school, I played on some amateur teams and Finally quit playing here a few years ago. Just got too old. Yeah, I used to go to these Sunday pickup games a couple years ago. I never saw you there. Yeah, I blew out my ACL and MCL probably about eight or ten years ago. And since then, I haven't really played competitively. What kind of, were you a guard or? Yeah, I kind of was guard forward. Keon, is he a good shooter? Yeah, he is. <laughs> he is? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, it's really rare that I can ever beat him in a game of force or something. And if it is, it has to be shooting with our left hands. <laughs> Oh, wow. <laughs> could, could you jump pretty well? Uh, not that terribly good. Uh, we had some very competitive teams, but uh, never quite good enough to get to uh, state. Byron, considering that you are kind of one of Kiana's coaches, what kind of things have you tried to instill in her or your daughters? What do you think is important for a young student athlete? Well, hard work, dedication. Um, I guess we always talk about you're going to run into girls that are bigger, faster, stronger quicker than you are, but not to be outworked. I don't know if I said that, but it's really fun to watch you play, Kiana. Um, I think it's um, rare, but it's fun to find a uh, athlete who's very competitive, which I believe you are, um, talented, but you have a great poise on the court, in my opinion. You don't um, pout. You don't seem to pout. You smile a lot on the on the court, like even if you make a mistake or something. I don't feel like you're shrugging it off, like you don't care, but it just seems like you have an ability to sort of, I don't know, what's that all about? Well, I guess when I do make a mistake, it is very upsetting, but if I get a, if I let it get to my head, it's, I'm going to keep making them, and I'm never going to learn from it if you keep dwelling on it. So I think the biggest thing is, I guess my mom is a huge person on like attitude and smiling, and before every basketball game or volleyball game, she always sends me a quote about smiling and stuff, no matter how hard it is. 
I have to remember that I, being a captain, a lot of people do rely on me. So if I get down on a mistake, that's going to bring the whole momentum and energy of our team down. And when there are people who are like yelling or the crowd talking or something, I guess I always encourage them to like look past it and just, you made a mistake, great, now learn from it and let's move on. So I don't know. And I guess my dad always tells me if it's the sport's not fun, then you shouldn't be playing. That's one thing I always remember because if I'm not smiling, then what's the point of even being there? Myron Schaff, superintendent, Hebron Public School. Um, it's my first year as superintendent. Last two years, been elementary principal. Before that, I taught for 18 years in the as a sixth grade teacher here in Hebron Public School. What can you tell me about Kiana Schaff as a student? Kiana is a wonderful student. Also, she's a great person. She's looked up to by a lot of the other younger kids. Yeah. She's a big role model in our school, and she's done a lot of wonderful things. You know, she's an honor student. She's wow. uh, honor society. Um, she's student council president, she's uh, been a distinguished student award, and um, she's done a lot of wonderful things. Um, she's FFA, she's chapter treasurer for three years. Um, she's been part of two state winning uh, championship teams in meat judging and in range. My goodness. Yeah, and um, she attended the Washington Leadership Conference, and she's been in the Winter Leadership Conference four times. So um, she's a big leader in our school. A, a role model and a great basketball player. Yeah, exactly. She's very well looked up to. The kids love her, uh, especially the younger girls. They want to emulate her. They want to be who she is. Uh, she always has a smile on her face, always happy. You can see that on the basketball court, too. She's happy. Um, you don't see her getting down on herself or her other teammates. And always has a positive attitude. So um, we're going to miss her when she's gone. We talked a little bit about your father as one of your coaches. What can you tell me about Bray Fox, or what would you? So when he picked up our team, we the year before he came, I remember our Trinity game. We lost by like 50 points. So getting a new coach, I remember I told my parents that I was not going out for basketball because Mr. Stucka, our previous coach, is an eighth grader when I played varsity. He was the type of coach where he cared about winning or losing, but at the same time, his was all getting close to one another not arguing on the court and having a good attitude. It's just like steps of leadership. His, the way he coached was all about leadership and coming close together. And he was like the one coach that I wanted and I did not want him to leave. And so I remember telling my parents, I'm not going out for basketball. Uh, my name's uh, Jeremiah Stucka. I currently live here in uh, West Fargo, North Dakota. When I was uh, living out in Glen Ullen and coaching with Hebron and Glen Ullen, um, Kiana was in seventh grader when I started and she played my last year there she was an eighth grader and uh, you know I know I know her her family quite well and I have great respect for her and her family in terms of just how they raise her daughter and you know it's just kind of someone that you could always depend on in terms of you know asking her to go above and beyond what you wanted as a coach but also that she was willing to learn Apparently, when you stopped coaching, Kiana was uh, not going to play basketball anymore. Are you aware of this story? No, I'm not, actually, that she said that. But I'm happy that, obviously, she changed her mind because, I mean, she's an integral part of uh, what Hebron Glen Allen, what they want to do 
in, in right. their program, and I think it shows her resilience and her determination, which mm-hmm. is which is excellent. And you know, I think she's she's going to be successful in in everything that she does, which is a testament to her work ethic and a, a testament to her family. And they said, just give it a try. So I gave it a try, and I guess I was definitely pr- proved wrong because Mr. Fox is like the best coach I've had, along with Mr. Stucka. And- this is uh, Coach Fox, head coach of Lady Bearcats. Were you aware that Kiana almost didn't go out for basketball when the first year you were coaching? Uh, yeah, she had mentioned that. You know, she got kind of adapted to the way Stucco was coaching, and she was kind of nervous that uh, it wasn't going to be a similar kind of coaching style and whatnot. But <clears throat> I think her her dad kind of reassured her, her mom reassured her that it was just going to be tough. You know, give him a shot, and we'll go from there. I guess it would have been a little bit of a different squad here the last few years without her, huh? Definitely. I mean, she's she stepped into a very important role as a freshman and has been a, a key piece to what we've been doing for the last three, four years now. I guess he just really pushes us. He doesn't baby us. He just tells us it's like the way it is. If we're playing, if we're playing good, he's not going to sugarcoat anything. He's going to tell us what we need to do. And so I guess he's really just, he knows how to get into our heads and how to motivate us. for North Star. That's a three. Bounce in. Kiana Shaw. Do you know who Kiana Shaw is? Yeah, she's in high school. She plays basketball. Right. Basketball. Basketball. Uh, yeah. Kiana plays volleyball. She plays volleyball too, huh? She's good, huh? I like go. Hello, everybody. We'll be right back to our interview with Kiana Schatz and her father, Byron Schatz, in just a minute. But before that, we're going to take a little walk. In fact, walking out my front door now in Hebron, it's, a, in my opinion, a nice Saturday morning. I'm walking up to the Hebron Gym, which is just a block away, and I can already see there's a lot of cars there, school bus, and there is a elementary boys basketball tournament going on. So I've got my newspaper... And I'm going to walk up there and watch a little basketball on this Saturday morning. I wanted to take this opportunity while I'm walking up to the gym to encourage you all again to please help spread the word about this podcast. Tell your friends. Put it on social media. If you have an iTunes account, please give it a nice rating on iTunes. I'm no expert on that matter, but apparently the more reviews and ratings you have on iTunes really helps um, our podcast get noticed by more listeners. I would really appreciate that. I'd also like to play a little uh, audio clip I got from... A new Lady Bearcat fan um, who's in the country of Sweden. If you want to share your thoughts on the podcast, I have a phone number that you can call and leave a voicemail. I'll get that number to you here in a minute. And here I am already at the Hebron School. Kind of windy out, and we got a bus out front. And here we are at the school. And I can smell the popcorn. Hey. Hey, how you doing? Good, how are you? Good. Hebron playing yet? Yep. Oh, gosh. Second period. All right, I got to get in there. I'd also like to mention that we got some, some sad news here in western North Dakota today. 
A long-time and well-known basketball coach, Bob Waldahl, passed away yesterday at the age of 71 from cancer. In the short time I've lived in North Dakota, I've heard the name Bob Waldahl several times. If you knew Bob or if maybe he was your coach, you're more than welcome to leave a voicemail at the Dakota Ball Podcast to share your memories and thoughts of Bob. Perhaps in the future, the Dakota Ball Podcast will do an episode about him as well. To all of Bob's family and friends, we are so sorry for your loss. Now, let's rejoin Kiana Schatz and her father, Byron Schatz. You're an FFA, is that correct? Yeah, I am. I think your mom said you get really good grades, and you play volleyball, and you have a couple jobs? Yeah. I work at the nursing home in Glen Allen as a CNA, and then I also was the manager at, one of the managers at the pool this summer. So can I ask you how you managed to juggle all of that and sort of excel? I don't know. I guess it really comes down to my parents, too, because like I took on the school garden as my SAE for FFA, and they were always the one that like really encouraged me that I need to be able to manage everything I'm doing. And so I guess just like looking at my priorities and just seeing what's important to me and realizing that everything is just fitting that all together and finding time for everything. Are you a person that uses like to-do lists and things like no, that? No, I don't. It's all in my head. You know, I'm going to miss you when you graduate. I'm sure there are a lot of other people, your dad as well. Um, what are your plans for the future? I wanted to do social working, but now like my dad and a bunch of my family is really leaning towards business management. And so I've been like looking into that and I think that is something that I want to do. So I'm going to go to BSC my first year, and after that, I'll probably end up transferring. But Which is Bismarck State College, correct? Yeah. In Bismarck, about 60 miles away. Yep. So you're going to live at home, or are you going to... No, I'll live in a dorm up there. Oh, great. Yeah. The whole college experience. Are you looking forward to that? Um, Yes and no. I'm ready for something new. So it's definitely going to be a change, and it's everything's so easy right now and I come home to meals gotcha. prepared and my laundry done <laughs> do you have any pre-game uh, rituals or superstitions like to put in your left foot or your left foot your left shoe on first or anything? Uh, no but every game I can't play like any games with colors on my socks like all my socks have to be a solid color <laughs> and then before every game I always listen to two songs every time I'm in the bus and then before I play I always listen to the same two songs so would you mind sharing those songs? Um, I always listen to Remember the Name and Hall of Fame. So your freshman year, you guys placed third. And then the next year was when you lost to Trinity in the regional finals? Yep. Byron, what do you remember that game? Yep, I remember that game. What was that like, sitting through that game? Heart-wrenching. I, I was there as well. That was the game, the team that I thought had a really good chance of going to state. We had some senior girls that had played the game for a long time and helped Kiana develop along the way. Um, we had beaten Trinity the week before by seven at Trinity, and we were on a neutral site at Dickinson High. I thought that was our chance to go, and it just didn't come together. A lot of pressure, a lot of nerves. The Dickinson Trinity and Glen Allen Hebron girls basketball teams met Thursday in the Region 7 championship game at a packed Dickinson High School gymnasium. Sophomore forward Kiana Schatz had 10 points and 10 rebounds for the Bearcats, who entered the tournament as the number 6 seed and were trying to make their first ever trip to the state tournament. The top-seeded Titans held Glen Allen Hebron to 20% shooting from the field and just 6% shooting in the first half as they rolled to a 42-27 win. The Titans now move on to the Class B state tournament what uh, do you mind sharing what how you felt after that game in the locker room? It was really a punch in the face because like 
we had so many supporters and then to come out and play the way we did and just nothing fall for us it was kind of just like we just blew it and then frustrating to know that the one chance that we did have of going to state we just completely lost and then last year as a junior you kind of proved that that wasn't quite the case we were in seventh in the region preseason, so it was really like yeah we don't have a chance no one really thought we could do any of it until we finally started pulling it together and then I don't know we really developed as a team over time once Fox started making changes and he just worked really well with us I guess to get us to where we got to be this last season I was there for the semifinal game that's the one when Kennedy hit a three at the end I End think yep um could you guys just stop making us pull our well I don't have any hair left to pull out but why do you guys have to do this to us Need to make something exciting. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, just for my listeners out there, these are like the comeback queens out there. It seems like, (laughs) as Bray Fox said in an interview, we're always down two or four or six into the fourth quarter. Do you, any thoughts behind why why it has to be that way for me? (laughs) (laughs) I don't really know. I think just as a team, we really like, once we see that we're down and the game's almost over, we all pull it together and we all get that motivation and find the energy within each other to go out because we all want to win well but there was let's go to the final the regional finals last year um i decided i'll just tell you kiana i decided i can't go to that game i'm gonna have a heart attack so i stayed home and listened on the radio (laughs) doing some dishes and stuff in my kitchen and it started out you guys were down 15 points or something like that but you were there, Byron. Yeah. Tell me about how, what that was like. Well, it was kind of typical for the the last two games there to start out slow and have to work their butts off to get back in the game. Uh, and they kept fighting and fighting and working their butts off, and and uh, they pulled it out. And I think a lot of it has to do with Kennedy and Kiana being there the year before. Um, they knew what it felt like to lose the big game. And I think they learned from it, and I think that helped them a lot. So, yeah, what was the locker room like after that game? Um, It was exciting, but at the same time, it was kind of like everyone was in shock, so it wasn't very loud. We all, like, we didn't really believe it. Like, it didn't really feel like, it just didn't sink into any of us yet. We were all just shocked and, like... Yeah, it was kind of like a blur. It just didn't seem like it was real, like it had happened to our girls. It was really exciting. I'm Kristen Schaff, and I'm a junior at Glen Allen Public School, and I'm one of the starters on the Bearcat basketball team. Um, I am Lexi Geetson, and I also go to Glen Allen School, and I'm a junior, and I'm a starter on the Bearcat basketball team. Akiana and her dad said that after you won the regional final, I asked them, so what was it like in the locker room and after that? And they basically both kind of, in different ways, said it was just kind of surreal. Do you yeah, agree with that? It was just Definitely. like, even coming to school the next day, we're like, can you believe you just won regionals? And we're like, it's, it's we're, like we have to go to practice again. And we're like, this never, like, it just feel, it felt so weird. It's, it's like, it's very much surreal. surreal. Like, that's the best word to describe yeah, it. Because it it's, like, it's like, we just one and you always think you watch the other teams when it's like I wonder what it'd be like to win and you finally get to experiment experience it and awesome it was yeah. just so weird because we're like we have to go to practice again like yeah. usually we're done by now <laughs> like but it, I mean it was definitely great to go to practice and we, we wanted to be there so
Basketball is getting ready for the first girls' B tournament game ever for either Glenolin or Hebron. And they are probably, well, there are probably not many people expecting them to make it to this week. The Bearcats were picked seventh in the region in the preseason poll after graduating four of their top six players. It's something that I think is special for all of us because everyone doubted us. So it says a lot for us to go up and step up and win the championship game this year. We really use those motivation to want to do better. What can you guys tell me about playing with Kiana? Well, it's always um, a privilege to play with Kiana because she's such a good player and she does a lot of things right in basketball and I kind of try to look at what she does and say, okay, maybe I should do that. She's kind of a mentor in a way? Yeah, or? yeah. definitely. She's always a very nice person. She's always calm no matter what. And if she's always very good about if you make a mistake, it's all about it's okay. Just, mm-hmm. you know, just try to get do something better next time. She's always very nice. I don't think I've ever had Kiana, like, yell at me for making a mistake. She's always very nice. Let's return to Byron and Kiana Schatz. A little background for you listeners out there. Kiana and the Lady Bearcats were unable to get a win at the state tournament. Coach Fox and the girls had the unfortunate bad luck, you might say, of facing an undefeated team named North Star. Not only were they undefeated, they were ranked number one in the state and had been ranked that way all season long. To make matters even more challenging, the undefeated North Star's team's biggest threat was a girl named Lacey Quillvang. She is six foot five inches tall. That's 196 centimeters for you listeners around the globe. It was an enormous task for the girls to take on at the state tournament, but they really fought hard anyway. Let's listen to a snippet of WDAY's TV pregame commentary. Glen Owen Hebron, the champions of Region 7 at state for the first time. They are the true Cinderella story of this tournament. A 16-8 and season, and they're going up against the big bad North Star Bearcats. Number one team all season long, been ranked from start to finish, and they have one goal, and that's to win three games over the next three days here, Lynette. Yeah, Glen Owen Hebron gets here, and what, what's their reward? <laughs> Playing the number one team in the state. And again, uh, North Star's excited to be here, yes, but they have... Have, again, one goal in mind. There, Glen Owen comes in. They got here, took out the top seed in Bowman County in the Region 7 championship game a week ago. What stands out to you when you look at the matchups here and the stats? Well, obviously the 24-0 record, but you look down at the bottom there, the field goal percentage. North Star shooting 46% from the field. If they can continue that through this tournament, they're going to be really tough to beat. A look at our cast clay players to watch. We'll start with Glen Owen Hebron, led by Kiana Schatz, who got them here, averaging 16 points and 8 rebounds a game. You know, she's a she's a great player. Uh, she's going to have to to match up and try to go point for point with Quilvang. Um, but again, if anyone can do it, she can. North Star is led by one of the finalists, I think, for Miss Basketball this year, the six foot five NDSU bound Macy Quilvang. Yeah, I, I like the ring of that uh, NDSU bound. Uh, uh, again, you can't teach height. She's six foot five inches. She's got five inches on everybody. The tallest other tallest player in this tournament, and uh, she's going to be really tough to stop. Twenty one points a game, twelve rebounds. And she was really hard to stop, but that didn't keep Kiana and the Bearcats from taking it to her sometimes. As the commentators noted at some point, they did it fearlessly. I was proud of what the Lady Bearcats did that day, despite of their loss, and I know that everyone else in the community was proud as well. 
Well, you want to talk about the state tournament a little bit? Were you nervous playing that game? I guess I don't really get nervous for games, so I wasn't really nervous. And I don't think as a team we were overall really nervous. We were just more excited and happy. Yeah, the, the whole atmosphere was like really cool. Um, the girls worked their butts off and did the best they could. Uh, it was tough losing, but on the other hand, they had exceeded anyone's expectations. So it, win or lose, they did real well. So tough to, to score down low against Quilvin. Not for the faint of heart. No. Nice move there by Schatz, and she draws a foul. Does Kiana Schatz. And again, still not scared. You have a nice head fake. Got her in the air. That's exactly what you need to do. And Quilvin, what she needs to remember to do is keep her feet. No one's going to out jump her. If she keeps her feet and moves them, she'll be able to block those shots. Shots averages 16 points, 8 rebounds, 4 steals a game. She does everything. She misses the first. She's just a junior as well. Mm -hmm. Just two seniors on a team that doesn't go that deep. Much like we saw with Grant County, right. but it didn't seem to bother Not at all. the Coyotes as they knocked off the third seed in Parker of Fortville-Lankin. One of two at the line for Shots. This has got to give uh, Glen Allen Hebron some confidence. They're staying in this game and, and sticking right with Northstar. Miller, baseline, short, long rebound, pulled down by Kennedy Zuroff. So after an early lead for Northstar, Glenelg stunned themselves here, now down four. Tried to feed it inside there for Kiana Schatz. She's able to get it back. Back to Zuroff, driving the baseline, and that one's good. Schatz. Again. Again, no fear at all. I, I love that. That's a, it's not an easy pass, what she's doing, and she's just going right at Quilvang. 12-10, our score. Back to Quilvang, and she finishes inside. In a lot of my interviews, I'm uh, asking people if they have any advice for our Lady Bearcats team. So I thought I'd take the opportunity now to ask Byron if he has any words of wisdom or warning or encouragement or anything whatsoever for the... Uh, Glenelg Hebron Lady Bearcats basketball team as we approach this coming season. Uh, I guess my advice is last season we had a great season, but it's done and over with. And in the past, um, this season we need to play for the game we're in now and not looking to the next game or regional play or possibly state play. We play for the game we're in now and see what happens. So I won't ask you, Kiana, uh, any advice for your own team. That would be really weird. But is there anything you'd like to sh share at all before we... i just really like to thank like all the players especially for working hard and never giving up no matter how what the circumstances were in the game. And also thanking the staff, like our teaching staff, the community, and all the fans, and especially like all the other students that came and supported us at the regional championship game because if they wouldn't have been there and they wouldn't have been yelling the whole time and encouraging, I don't think as a team we would have found that momentum to come back and fight back and keep it. I think we would have just fallen apart and would have been a repeat from the past year. And especially for the community for putting on, they decorated the whole town, they put on pep rallies, they put on escorts, they came and filled the state stands. I just want to thank everyone for all the effort and time they've put into supporting us because it does mean a lot and that was really the only reason that we could get to where we were. Byron and Kiana, thank you so much for taking the time to visit with me on the Dakota Ball Podcast. It's been my pleasure to meet with you on this Sunday afternoon. I really appreciate it.
Thank you. Thank you. If you live in Western North Dakota and you get the opportunity to see the Lady Bear Cats play, you won't miss Kiana Schatz. Her number is 22, but you don't need that. Just look for the girl who's smiling. The Dakota Ball Podcast is produced by myself, James Walner, at Everything Midwestern LLC in Hebron, North Dakota. Special thanks to WDAY-TV in Fargo for allowing me to use audio from the state tournament. I'd like to thank Byron Schatz, Kiana Schatz, and everyone else who participated in this episode. As always, keep on dreaming, don't stop believing, walk tall, and please be safe. You know who Kiana Schatz is? Yeah, she's in high school. She plays basketball. That's right. Basketball! Hey, what's your name? Paige Krenzel. So do you know Kiana Schatz? She was in the state basketball tournament. Very good at basketball. Do you ever see Kiana around school? She comes to our classroom sometimes. Yeah. What do you think about her? She's good. Um, she makes most of her shots. Hey, what's your name? Jackson Krenzel. She comes in our classroom to help us. She just help everyone or what? Maybe. She helps a lot on the basketball court, doesn't she? Have you ever seen her play basketball? Yes. What do you think about that? She's good at handling the ball. Ball. Uh, yeah. Seen her play volleyball. She plays volleyball too, huh? Basketball. Go, Go yeah! yeah!